Welcome to Ask Megan, brought to you by Balancing Point Podcast. On this show, New York City Ballet Principal Dancer Megan Fairchild will be answering your questions each and every Monday. Each episode will feature an actual question submitted from someone like you. So let's get started and Ask Megan. Welcome to the seventh episode of Ask Megan. We're so excited you guys are enjoying this podcast. This week we have two great questions about the reality of life as a professional ballet dancer. Nancy asks how injuries are dealt with in the company, and Maya asks how the schedule works in a professional company. So let's get started. Hi Megan, my name is Nancy. Thank you for taking my question. I have a question about injuries. I often notice dancers in NYCB out for long periods of time. I wondered if they're still getting paid while they're recuperating. Also, what are your strategies for reducing the possibility of injury? Thank you so much. I don't know from personal experience because I have been um, fortunate enough to not have been out of commission at the ballet long enough to have my paycheck suffer. But my understanding is that if you're injured for a couple weeks or more, you have to go on workman's comp. You get part of your paycheck through the company, and the other part is from workman's comp insurance. There are union rules that protect us in this way. There's also a time limit to how long that situation can last. I think it's after two years they could let you go, but sometimes they will hold on to a dancer and make an exception to allow them the proper time to heal. Injuries are a fact of life when you're pushing your body to its limits every day. We have a great team of physical therapists who have done a lot of research about it, and one interesting thing I've been told is that the probability of a of injury is higher at the end of a long rehearsal day when the dancer is tired and just trying to push out a last little bit of dancing. I'm always really careful with my body if it's been a long day and I'm in that last hour of rehearsal. I've personally been very lucky to have avoided long-standing injuries. I mostly have experienced a couple weeks at the most that I needed to rest my body before coming back to something. I've bruised my sesamoid bone in my foot, gotten a stress reaction in my second metatarsal, had a bazillion muscle strains, Um, I actually have one right now, (laughs) but um, I'm constantly straining my muscles, calves, quads, inner thighs, the sartorius muscle in your upper leg. Um, It can definitely put you out for a couple days, and you have to watch out to not push yourself too hard each day. Um, in rehearsal. It becomes a really subtle game of listening to your body. I can usually tell if I've pushed a muscle too hard um, because it starts to feel like dead, which is um, your body reaching muscle failure. You don't want to push past this point, and if you do, you'll probably be hobbling around for the next day. Uh, But uh, fortunately, muscle injuries heal really easily if you rest, so if that's the worst of my problems, I figure it's okay. I do a lot of training outside of ballet to make sure I keep my body balanced. Doing things that are even um, on the body, like gyrotonics and pilates, is a good way to cross-train as a ballet dancer. In rehearsal, you often do one step or side over and over again, so the body can get worked in an uneven way. And having something like pilates helps keep the muscles balanced and even. Also, going to the chiropractor and continually making sure one leg isn't longer than the other um, helps my muscles not strain. It's all about taking preventative measures so that you're able to avoid injury before the body is starting to suffer. Sometimes I don't want to stretch after a rehearsal day, but I know doing the little things like that um, really adds up to making my body always feel good. And an Epsom salt bath every day for a dancer is a must. My chiropractor can tell when I haven't been taking mine, so they definitely do something. Also, I try to make sure I maintain my weight and not fluctuate too much. 
You have to learn how to eat healthy so that you can replenish your system after a long day because you have to go back in there the next day and do it all again. So getting behind on nutrition, sleep, vitamins, and cross-training can add up quickly, so I always keep on top of those things. Thanks for your question, Nancy. Our second question is from Maya. Hi, Megan. I have a question about how your scheduling works at New York City Ballet. I know that you must have a very rigorous and intense rehearsal schedule, but I'm wondering how it's managed and if you have a say in how you spend your time. And also, if when you were in the corps de ballet and a soloist, if your daily time and rehearsal schedule was different. Thank you. We have a rigorous rehearsal schedule at New York City Ballet. We find out our schedule two days before. It used to be one day before, and that was really difficult because then you couldn't easily plan cross-training things or going to the chiropractor very easily. So we actually fought through our union for the schedule to come two days before, and it's been really nice in terms of increasing the quality of life for the dancers and being able to have more control of our days. Classes for an hour every day just as a warm-up because there's enough dancing that goes on. We don't need an hour and a half class. Then rehearsals can be anywhere from 11.30 to 7, depending on if we are in rehearsal period or performance season. If you have the show at night, you have two hours off before the show to rest and get ready. My schedule as a principal is not too rigorous, um, for the most part. Maybe half an hour to two hours of rehearsal on average. You can do a very intense rehearsal in just half an hour if it is a ballet you already know and you're just running it for stamina. So the schedule for a principal might look a little lighter, but it's more intense stuff you're asking your body to do. The corps de ballet often has rehearsals all day long. Um, three hours and then an hour off and then another three hours. Um, that's what's allowed. Um, through our union, and they usually work them the entire time. I never really experienced this kind of schedule, and I have a lot of respect for the girls that pull this off. And then they do almost every ballet in the show at night, so it can be really grueling for the core. Soloists usually have the lightest schedule. They're in a strange place where they aren't in the core anymore, but they might not have a wide repertoire under their belt yet for principal and soloist parts. So they're in a transition period, and sometimes it involves a lot of waiting around for parts to open up. The challenge of being a soloist is keeping yourself ready so that at a moment's notice you can fill in for an injured principal and develop more rep. There is one man that puts together the whole schedule at New York City Ballet, and the ballet masters who teach and coach us in the rehearsals are the ones communicating to him about how much time they need, with which dancers, and for what days. If you want to work on something on your own, you can put in a request with him for half an hour or so to run a ballet on your own. You can even request the ballet master who is in charge of that ballet to come and help you. This is usually just for featured roles. The corps de ballet um, is taken care of completely by the ballet masters in charge. But the schedule is super important because there are limited studios and so they have to prioritize ballets where people are still learning the new material and then they also have to make sure the principals get the proper coaching and time they need for what they are working on. Sometimes you'll run into moments um, in your schedule where it seems like you're rehearsing every ballet you're going to do in the entire season all in one day, um, which is impossible to, to accomplish. You know, the body is not going to make it through that. As a principal, it's then your job to prioritize which rehearsals are the most important and maybe mark in other rehearsals so you don't hurt yourself. The body can only take so much, and so we like to say, when it rains, it pours. There's also moments when randomly you're, after an incredibly busy time, you all have nothing to do. Um, so then you just relax, let your body decompress a little bit, take advantage of this extra time off, go to the gym or Pilates, um, 
And so it becomes an incredible balancing act of not getting injured or overworked during the busy times, but then also keeping in shape during the dry times. Thanks so much for participating, Maya. Well, I hope you liked this show. If you did, please take a moment to stop by iTunes and leave us a rating and review. If you would like to have your question featured here on the show, just head on over to balancingpoint.com. You can record directly there by going to the Ask Megan tab and following the easy directions. You can also keep in touch with me by following me on Instagram at mfairchild17, Twitter at fairchildmegan, or at my website meganfairchild.com. I'd like to give a huge thank you to Kimberly Fokker, the host of Balancing Point, for inspiring me and helping me make this idea come true. See you guys next Monday. Until then, happy dancing.